It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Tonight's post game show is presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 5-2. That's eight in a row for the Golden Knights, an eight-game win streak. And 7-0-0 this season against the San Jose Sharks. And to help us break this one down, let's bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And, you know, Dan, early on in this game, it it had some bite, right? Like there was some rough stuff, some extracurriculars, but I I like the Golden Knights' ability to kind of get away from that as the game wore on and get to playing hockey and beat San Jose that way. Uh, The thought coming in for for me, Ryan, was when you've got a goaltender who has only played a few times in the NHL, and no disrespect to Joseph Kojanash, but he's not Martin Jones, and Martin Jones was really good the other day. Could the Knights find an early goal or two to maybe put Kojanash on his heels and challenge his confidence? What happened was he was very good, and the Knights, while they did get one goal in the first period, they were close to scoring multiple additional goals so that it was 1-1 after one I'm thinking this is going to be a game you've got both goaltenders are playing well plus you've got that extra buzz the feistiness as Jonathan Marcheseau called it and it could be sort of a toss-up but as the game began to unfold the Knights talent took over Stone with the power play goal Tuck provides the go-ahead goal and then in the third period the Knights pulled away you can see the Sharks sort of ran out of gas or ran out of interest, I don't know. Uh, but for a while there, you're right. The, 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 when the juices are going, mm-hmm. the, the, these teams are a lot of fun to watch. I don't know how much juice was available to the Sharks in this one. They had some, and when it was there and on display, it was good. I, I just don't know how long they could make it last. You know, Dan, when you when you look at the Golden Knights and you kind of examine what they've been able to do, now the fourth team in NHL history to clinch a playoff berth in their first four seasons, have they are they rewriting or resetting the standard for how we view expansion teams? Mm, interesting. I don't know that folks up in Seattle could hope for what the Knights have accomplished. It's never happened like this before. You can go back to the 60s as we remember that the league doubled in size. And when they added six clubs, they put them all in the same division. So somebody out of that brand new division was going to make it to the Stanley Cup final. The Blues were promptly swept by the Canadians. And so it went for a few years. You had competition within that new division, but when put up against the original six, it really wasn't a comparison. It took a long time before there was more legitimacy and more expansion, obviously. There's been nothing really to compare this to. Seattle will come in next year as the 32nd club. Because of what the Knights have done, they're going to have higher hopes there in Seattle. I'll be really surprised if they pull off anything like what the Knights have done, partly because the Knights are going to be good and the Knights are in the same division. So, uh, so at Colorado is not going to be in that division, so maybe there's a new rival, uh, you know, to challenge the Knights. The Kings had been that year one. Clearly they're in a rebuild mode. The Sharks were that, but now they're in a rebuild mode. Uh, what it would have turned out to be last year down the stretch, I mean, you throw in Edmonton, you, you throw in what Calgary had been doing. I, I don't know. You know, Vancouver is also sort of a middling club. Arizona had some hopes, but they're leaving the division. They're going to be moving to the Central as Seattle comes in. So I I really don't know if Seattle can position itself as a contender in the Pacific as soon as next year. But I would imagine that if you're the Golden Knights, you're thinking kind of like the Kings were thinking back in 2017. Hey, we're the team to beat. They're an expansion club. They're not going to beat us. So (laughs) will Vegas sort of defy that uh, mindset going into next year? Again, uh, you you wish all the best for a new organization overall, but it's hard to imagine they would be able to do anything that approximates what the Knights have done in four years. You know, Dan, what are you going to do with two days between games? I might go to Jack in the Box. That sounded pretty tasty from our little (laughs) promo there a moment ago. Um, Yeah, I I don't know, Ryan. We're probably going to be heading down to Anaheim on Friday, 
So that'll that'll be good. And then it's more a question of what to do on Sunday rather than preparing for a game Monday with that additional tweak to the schedule. So you go from having, you know, two games in two days or three games in four days to now, what's it, one game in six days? Is that how it plays out? It's looking that way. I haven't done the math. I should break out the calculator. I will not be breaking out the calculator tomorrow. <laughs> that's for sure. As always, Dan, thanks for joining us here. Get some rest. We've got more hockey to get through this season and in the playoffs. Ten to go. Can you believe that? I don't know how we got here, but we are here. Thanks Down a lot, Dan. Thank you, Ryan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. We're back with much more here on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights clinch a playoff berth for the fourth consecutive year. The fourth team in NHL history to make the playoffs in their first four seasons. 5-2 to two, the final. The Golden Knights able to defeat the San Jose Sharks, the post-game injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. Riley Smith did not play in this game. His, he's missing his second straight game. Uh, Ryan Reeves on LTIR. Keegan Colasar unavailable. So the Golden Knights certainly battling through some injuries right now. And, and you know, the interesting thing about that, and, and Dan and Gary mentioned it, we talked about it a bit in the pregame show, is it gives you an opportunity with these injuries to try out different players at different at different times. And for me, I think there's a lot to gain in terms of knowledge as you get closer to the playoffs when when you're able to sprinkle in different players here and there. So the Golden Knights certainly doing their due diligence getting that information as they head toward the playoffs. Let's go downstairs bring in Mark Stone and Matthias Yanmark as they address the media after tonight's game. Yeah, I think both uh, the transition to the team and, and today to play with them has kind of been the same. It's a great team uh, with great players and playing great right now and winning. So it's been it's been easy. Everyone's been welcoming me. And uh, yeah, it's been really fun. Uh, and today was just uh, another step playing with great players, like I said. So uh, hopefully I can uh, keep uh, contributing and, and hopefully we can keep winning. Next question tonight comes from Ben Goats with the Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, Mark. Uh, what have you liked about your switch on the power play to more of that net front goal line role? Uh, what do you think that maybe opens up in your game? I don't know. Um, I mean, our power play is struggling. Um, and part of the reason was I wasn't playing very well in the half wall. So um, I think the, we had to make adjustments. Um, and, you know, I just... We tried something different. I'm in front of the net now. Um, I don't think it's changed anything. Um, I think our power play is starting to um, really be a lot more relaxed. I think sometimes we, uh, we're we panicking with the puck. We I think most of the goals that we're scoring right now are being able to have poised plays, um, you know, through the middle, uh, up to the point, and, and making the right decision. Um, and I've just been the fortunate guy to, uh, to bury the goals. But... Um, I think our power play, uh, when, when we start to find that poise um, to kind of settle things down, calm things down, that's when we're at our best. Next question tonight goes to Jesse Granger with The Athletic. Hey, Mark. Uh, Robin Lerner spoke this, spoke this morning about um, relaxed protocols if players were vaccinated. I'm wondering if you were under the same impression. Um, you know, it's, with Robin, um, you know, I support him with everything. Um, I don't think people really understand the things that he's gone through in his life. Um, he's a big ad advocate for, for mental health. And, and this, I think this has been tough on him. It's been a lot, it's been tough on a lot of people. Um, you know, I think he uh, is really passionate about, um, you know, the mental health side of, uh, of the world. Um, you know, he, and, uh, has come a long way uh, in his life in, in becoming the uh, 
uh, the person, the teammate, and the goalie that he's become, and the, and the family man that he's become. Um, so I, I respect him. Uh, I'll always have his back, uh, no matter what. Next question goes to Justin Emerson, Las Vegas Sun. Hey, Matias, to follow up on that first question a little bit, you've played five games with the Golden Knights now. I'm kind of curious, after a trade, when you kind of feel like, I guess you're part of the team and less of a hired gun just kind of dropping in and coming in, then is it, is it right away? Does it take a couple of games to kind of feel part of the group? Yeah, I mean, this year was the first time that I kind of switched teams over here. Uh, so I kind of got to... It, it was a similar situation going to Chicago with a short training camp and uh, I didn't see a lot of guys before uh, the start of the year there. So kind of took me about five five games there to get my game going. Uh, here, like I said, it's been the luxury of, of having a great team and playing winning hockey. So, I mean, I've had every opportunity to, to really find my game. Um, coaches have been great. They've been playing me a lot more than I could ever ask for. So uh, it's really been easy but I think the, the hard part is to maintain it and to try to keep getting better time for a couple more tonight with Mark and Matias next we'll go to Chris Chapman Fox Sports Las Vegas yeah hi Mark you seemed like you were more excited for Max getting his 600th point than you were for your goal obviously not a ton of American-born players have reached that milestone so could you just talk about how special it was to be a part of that with Max yeah, I mean, he scored his, was his 300th, um, you know, a week, week ago now. Um, I, I mean, there's not many guys in this league. I don't, I don't know how many it is to score 600 points. Uh, not many guys play 600 games, let alone score 600 points. So, um, you know, I said to Stormy after the game, this one uh, will probably uh, potentially collect some dust because, um, you know, he's probably going to get 700. He's going to get 800. So, um uh, but it is—it's a great milestone. Anytime you get into the five, six, seven hundred, um, it's an impressive feat. Uh, it just shows consistency uh, that he's had throughout his game and, and throughout his career uh, to be able to do that. Next question comes from David Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hi, Mark. I was wondering if you can expand a little bit on your goal, just because the last couple of them have been similar with that play kind of on the goal line. Is that just a read when you get the puck on the power play down there, or what? What do you kind of see? Uh, when those when those plays open up to kind of stuff it the way that you have? Well, I think it's read, it's studying um, the other teams, and, and it's um, other players around me making great plays. Um, I think Max completely froze, or, well, it started with, uh, you know, clean entry, uh, settling the puck down, um, and then Theo kind of freezing the forward, uh, and then Patch really freezing um, you know, Burns, I think it was, and, and the goalie. And uh, the goalie was really expecting, I think, Pash to shoot that. And when he went down to me, uh, I was just, um, you know, I was more of a read, just being able to uh, have a little bit of time to slide it in. Next question comes from Ron Futrell, Channel 8, Las Vegas. Hi there, guys. Congrats on the win and making the playoffs. Wanted to do a little follow up to what Jesse asked. Were either one of you guys under the impression that COVID restrictions? would be lifted after vaccination as it, it's clear that Robin Leonard was, were either one of you under that impression as well? Well, I think Robin, like I said, Robin, um, he wants, you know, and I think everybody in the world wants a normal life. Uh, we want to get back to having our stadiums full. Um, you know, we want to go out for dinner uh, on the road. Um, you know, we want to, you know, gather with our teams. We want to uh, do all this stuff, but um you know, I think, uh, like I said, there's a, a person there. Um, it's tough. Uh, and it's not just us. Like, we're, it's not just uh, us as professional athletes. And we understand that. Uh, we're very fortunate to, to be able to do what we do. But um, it is tough to, you know, to go out on a, on a week road trip, um, you know, and, and sit in your hotel room and, and go to practice, go back, sit in your hotel room. Um, it is tough, especially for, for guys like him who, who have been through that uh, mental health part and, and you sit there and, and you're thinking about your thoughts uh, all the time. So um, I understand uh, completely uh, uh, for him. And, and like I said, I'll, I'll never not have his back. I'll never not have any teammates back. And uh, I support him hundred percent. Guys, thanks for the time tonight. 
That was Captain Mark Stone and Matthias Janmark as they addressed the media after tonight's win. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 5-2, clinch their spot in the playoffs this season. That is the fourth time the Golden Knights have clinched the playoffs. As we follow as as we continue here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. First question for Pete tonight comes from Ben Goats, Las Vegas Review Journal. Ben. Hey Pete. I know just making the playoffs isn't the ultimate goal for this team, but is it nice to have that first step out of the way? For sure. Uh, you know, it's an accomplishment in this league. Uh, 31 teams to, to, to make the playoffs. It always has been. And, uh, you know, I don't overlook that. I, you know, I've been on the other end of it and, and scratched and clawed and, and missed. So um, it is an accomplishment to, to take that first step and, and be part of that uh, playoff. And uh, really, once you get in, all those 16 teams have an opportunity. So uh, it's nice that we've punched our ticket. Next question tonight comes from Justin Emerson, Las Vegas Sun. Hey, Justin. Hi, Pete. You've seen plenty of guys come over to new teams over at the trade deadline. I'm curious if there's a if there's kind of an adjustment period where a guy maybe doesn't feel so much like a hired gun and kind of feels more like part of the team, speaking specifically of Matias Janmark getting his first goal with the team tonight. Yeah, you know, for me, he, he uh, it's been seamless. Um, and, and you know what, it, it usually isn't. So, you know, from a system point of view, from a style of play point of view, you know, he, he plays a, a, a north direct game the way we want to play, he supports the puck. He's a smart player. Um, you know, we had heard all those things. Uh, but until you actually get the player in your group and on the ice and in games, you never know what that fit's going to be. But but it's been seamless, and uh, he, he's going to really help us here. Next question for Pete comes from Stormy Bonatoni, the Vegas Golden Knights. Stormy. Mark said he felt like the power play has just felt a little bit more relaxed. Max said that he feels like it's gained some stability. How much is that group starting to trend in the right direction for you? Well, yeah. Um, you know, they're scoring every night and they're looking dangerous doing it. You know, I, I think our most dangerous power play was was uh, the first part of the one at the end of the period we didn't score on. Uh, so that for me is is what we're looking for. Even on the nights the pucks don't go in, uh, we're, we're grabbing momentum, we're creating chances, we're putting pressure on the other team. So um, it is a big confidence thing. And, uh, you know, when you get a couple, you do relax. And, and when you're dry, you, you start to squeeze your stick. And, you know, the pressure piles on a little bit more than it probably should. But um, I, I like where it's going. And I like how we're scoring. We're scoring with pucks and bodies to the net. So Time for a few more tonight with Pete. Next question for him goes to Jesse Granger, the athletic. Jesse. Hey, Pete, uh, what did you think about Robin, Robin Leonard's comments this morning about the expectation of relaxed protocols if players get vaccinated? Yeah, you know what? I, I, I have, I'm not involved in those NHL Players Association conversations. Um, I know uh, because I'm living it, but particularly seeing firsthand what the players go through, that, that it's not easy and it's a lot tougher on some guys and others, and not just Robin Leonard. There's a, there's a, a longer list there, you know, that that aren't standing out in front talking about it, uh, you know, that have struggled with it. So, you know, I uh, I, I don't have a real comment on it. I, I, su- I support uh, uh, what Robin has been through, and um, I'm glad he's here, you know, and uh, glad he's with us and glad he's battling through. Uh, this. Next question tonight goes to Willie Ramirez with the Associated Press. Hey, Willie. Hey, Pete. Uh, we see what we see up here on Press Row during games. We know the strengths of the team. This is the uh, fourth franchise in NHL history to make the playoffs in each of its four seasons, first four seasons. You've taken two to the Stanley Cup. Is there an it factor that you're seeing with this team 
uh, right now as they're playing that you see it can get to the Stanley Cup that maybe we're not seeing as a coach? <clears throat> well, you, I mean, you never know. You, you, I like our group. I like our team. I think we have as good a chance as anybody. Um, you know, but it's the toughest trophy in pro sports to win for a reason. You know, there, there's a lot of other things that go into it. You know, are, are you going to be able to stay healthy? Are you going to, uh, you know, in, in the close overtime games, are you going to find a way to score uh, those key goals? Um, you know, are your special teams going to be better than the, the team you're playing? So, you know, there's a lot of things that have to go right, but, you know, we've given ourselves a chance. You know, I, I wouldn't trade our group for any other group out there. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're excited about the opportunity. Next question tonight comes from Chris Matthews, Channel 8, Las Vegas. Hey, Chris. Hey, Pete, I was just wondering, you got, you got 10 guys on the team that were there from, from, the, from the start, basically, that original roster. Um, and now you've been able to blend that mix and mix them right and, and do what you need to do to, to have a successful team. How has that kind of been to, to blend the old with the new and, and, and make this team what it is today? Well, you know, great roster building by George McPhee and Kelly McCrimmon and the pieces they've added, you know, to add guys like Mark Stone and Alex Pietrangelo, you know, those are those are franchise cornerstone type players, uh, you know, that typically never get moved. So, you know, in order, the ability to them going out and acquiring those type of guys, um, you know, is 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 uh, exceptional and um you know what this franchise has done so far. I think is uh, is unheard of, uh, and I don't know if you'll ever see that again out of an expansion team. So, um, you know this this is a very competitive league, and it's very hard to make the playoffs. So, for for an expansion franchise that to do what this group has done uh, over the first four years is incredible. I'll take one final question tonight. That goes to Christopher Chapman, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Yeah, hi, Pete. I guess kind of along those lines, you guys took control of the game after you killed the penalty to Tuck. Could you just talk about how this team has the ability to just kind of blow things like that off and, and really thrive in, in situations like that? Well, I, yeah, I, I liked our resiliency. I liked our calmness tonight. I, I thought at, at the end of the first period, we could have been up by three, you know, and we weren't. Their goalie was good. Um you know, and, and we stuck with it and they, they uh, we took some penalties. We found a way to kill off, get some big saves at the right time. Uh, but we stuck with it. There was never any panic there. Uh, we weren't, we weren't over uh, pursuing things or getting out of our structure, uh, trying to win the game single-handedly. We stuck with it and wore them down. And I think uh, that's probably our strength. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. No other city does sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is it game time all the time. After the final buzzer sounds, hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining, attractions, experiences, and luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com. Today, it's the AAA Insurance post-game show. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 5-2. to We just heard from Pete DeBoer in tonight's post-game interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians. And a lot of good stuff to get to as we progress tonight. However, let's take a look at the highlights in this game. And it's the Sharks scoring first. Timo Meyer making it one to nothing. As the Sharks try to pursue on the forecheck, LeBanc, Gambrell, and Meyer. Behind the net, centering try, and it's in the goal. It was a wraparound try, and it ended up with Timo Meyer crashing the net, and it's a 1-0 San Jose lead. That's Meyer from Joel Shellman at 2.38 of the first period to make it 1-0 San Jose. The Golden Knights would push back, and Jonathan Marcheseau would tie the game. Alex Petrangelo, pretty good look. He's got four goals this year. Now Marcheseau in front, he slams it home. Marcheseau ties it up. 
That's Marcia So from William Carlson and Alec Martinez at 651 of the first period to make it 1-1. One to one. Then Marc-Andre Fleury would make our AAA insurance save of the game. Sharks in the offensive zone right wing. Gambrell put it toward the net. Out in front, Theodore. Now it's a diving stop by Fleury! Oh my goodness! Noah Gregor at a wide open cage. Fleury somehow reacted, dove back to his left, got there just in the nick of time like he teleported. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA outsmart life. We would head to the second period, tied at one, and midway through the period, Tomas Hurdle would pounce on a rebound and put the Sharks up 2-1. to one. Sharks win the draw. Ferraro to the right. Tipped on goal from a point shot, and the save and a rebound is put in. That's hurdle from Patrick Marlowe and Eric Carlson at 11.07 of the second period to make it 2-1 San Jose. Just under two minutes later, Mark Stone would tie the game with a power play goal. Patch ready at the left circle. Side of the net. Score! Stone! Another slam dunk goal! And Vegas has tied it 2-2. Mark Stone from Max Pacioretty and Shea Theodore at 12.52 of the second period. A power play goal, 2-2 two two the score. Late in the period, Alex Tuck would put the Golden Knights ahead for the first time this evening. Deals out high, Theodore. Feed side of the goal, they score! Alex Tuck, left side of the crease, puts Vegas in the lead for the first time today. 3-2 to two nights with under a minute to go in the second. Alex Tuck from Shea Theodore and Jonathan Marcheseau at 19-10 of the second period to make it 3-2 Vegas. We would head to the third period, and the Golden Knights would carry the majority of the play. Jonathan Marcheseau would wind up scoring his second goal of the night. Now right side, Yanmar pivoting. Sets up a shot and a goal! Marcheseau rips it home from the right wing circle. Yanmar dropped it in the perfect spot. Marcheseau's second goal of the day, a three-point performance for Jonathan Marcheseau. Vegas opens up a 4-2 lead. Marcheseau from Matias Yanmark at 13-18 of the third period makes it 4-2 Vegas. With the goalie pulled, Matias Yanmark would cap the night with his first goal as a Vegas Golden Knight. Marcheseau with three points, including two goals today. He's thinking about another. In front of shot, they score! Marcheseau to Yanmark! Empty net goal with a minute to play! 5-2 Golden Knights! Matias Yanmark, a multi-point performance and his first Golden Knights goal. Yanmark from Marcheseau, 1904, the third period, empty net goal, 5-2 Vegas, and all that was left was the final call. And the Knights have won every game against San Jose this year. There's the horn. It's all over. Final score, Golden Knights 5, Sharks 2. And there you have it. The Golden Knights defeat San Jose 5-2. Seven straight wins against the Sharks this season. An eight-game win streak for the Golden Knights. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 5-2 and clinch a playoff spot for the fourth year in a row. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by the Universal Solar and windows and really it's san jose manufacturing some of that intensity early a lot of big hits there were some scrums all five all ten players squared up at one point there in the first period and it seemed like that was kind of the direction this game was going and then the golden knights talent takes over in the second period they gain a lead and take that into a very strong third period now the Sharks face the real prospect of the next time these two teams facing off against one another, Vegas sweeping the entire season series. Vegas 7-0-0 against San Jose this year. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show. Extended Postgame Show is next on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. 
Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Let's throw the number out right now, 702-876-1340. There's a lot that happened in tonight's game. First and foremost... The Golden Knights defeat San Jose 5-2. They are 7-0-0 against San Jose this season. I'm sure there's someone that wants to call and talk about that. Jonathan Marcheseau, four-point night. I'm sure somebody wants to talk about that. 702-876-1340 is the number. (laughs) Max Pacioretty, 600th career NHL point with his assist on Mark Stone's power play goal. I'm sure somebody wants to talk about that. Mark Stone, three power play goals against the San Jose Sharks in the last two games. There are so many storylines surrounding this team right now. There's so much to like, and that's really where we're at right now with the Vegas Golden Knights. 702-876-1340, that's the number. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Mike. Mike, how you doing? Hey, the first thing I want to say is how do we get Mallard to uh, throw away his razor for the next two months? Throw away his razor? Why? Well, we got we got to grow our playoff beards now, don't we? Oh, I mean, like you can just ask him. I, he's not <laughs> here right now. I'll let him know that Mike wants him to grow a playoff beard. I'll see what he says once he gets. I want to know. I'll listen. Maybe believe me. Hey, I I do want to know. Um, and this is rather important. We're we're our journey is not over, not by a long shot. Just because we're in the playoffs, if right. we have to play. Minnesota and Colorado within two-week period, there's a better-than-average chance they're not going to make it to the Final Four. So the question is, uh, with the big, uh, hard uh, climb coming and only one game in the next week, what do the Knights do to prepare and how do they avoid a slip-up at Anaheim? And what is the schedule now that Colorado's been moved from the Monday? That's my question. In terms of the schedule, what specifically are you asking well, on that you've, schedule? Well, you've moved. You only have one game in the next week. Yes. That game is the ultimate trap game at Anaheim. You've got to win that. You've got to play like yep. every every game counts. Yeah, so you've and, got two, two days off, so Thursday, Friday. Then you play Anaheim on Saturday. And then you've got Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. For a team right now that's battling injuries, I think you get some time off. You allow this team to get a couple of practices in. And you might see a team that, that returns to the ice ahead of that game against Colorado a week from today. Uh, very much in tune and maybe even more crisp than what we see from them right now because they will get some opportunity to practice. That's what I am hoping. When does the Monday-Colorado game get played? That's going to go to the end of the season. It's going to be Monday, the 10th of May. That's when that game okay. is going to go. And then San Jose, that game that was, uh, that, that was moved from Friday was going to be the 10th of May, and that, sli- that slides down to the 12th of May. Thank you. That clears a lot up. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely, Mike. Thanks for the call. And, you know, again, I, I think that there's there's a couple of different angles to look at that just in terms of the Golden Knights and where they're going to slot in for the playoffs and, and what their opponent may be. I think game plan matters. I don't know that the Golden Knights in the regular season are showing their full hand as to what they would do in a seven-game series. We're back with more in a minute here on the Extended Post Game Show. 702-876-1340. That's the number if you'd like to join us. Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, 702-876-1340. The number here, the Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 5-2, clinch a playoff spot for the 2021 NHL playoffs. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Faustino. Faustino, how are you doing tonight? Hi, Ryan. Thanks for having me. I uh, just came back from the game, so I'm section 101. It was awesome, even though ha- having so many people there, uh, it felt pretty full, so I'm excited that we were able to watch the game. I uh, said something calling about Marsha so, and I wanted to say, although possibly excited for him to see the uh, the hat trick, I thought it was even cooler just to, like, I think they made a comment before, but just to give, instead of going for that hat trick, like passing it off to Yannimar to get his first goal, um, I just thought it was a huge showing of character. Um, that the team has, like trying to go for not just like the individual stats. Same thing with like the the. Cause I was wondering with the uh, Mark Stone pick up the puck for Patrick. I didn't even know it was a 600 point, but just how much it shows like this team just like looks out for each other and just how amazing they are and compared to other teams that are around the league. Yep, Mark Stone went over and grabbed that puck. Uh, Darren Millard ch- checking in. Uh, he grabbed that puck from the timekeeper's bench after the Pacioretty uh, 600th point and, and handed it over. And Pacioretty told uh, a story about Tony between periods. He didn't realize it was a milestone <laughs> point. He's had the 800th game and the 300th goal and now the 600th point. Uh, but you're, you're right. I, you know, Yanmark has impressed me from the minute mm-hmm. he stepped on the ice with the Vegas Golden Knights. And that's his third different line that he's played with, yeah. with multiple different configurations. And he's been productive all across the board. Yeah, and thanks for the call, Fistino. I, I, this is a, a tight team. Like, we, we know that. We know that, that they generally just enjoy playing hockey together. Uh, but it's always interesting to me, like, in, in terms of the media availability earlier today, right, uh, when, when asked about clinching a playoff spot many players are like yeah i didn't i didn't really know that that's that's on the on the table right now tonight in this game and yet mark stone immediately knows that's 600 for max patch the things that players do keep track of and the things that they try to keep out of their mind it's always interesting to me yeah the individual accolades the milestones i'm impressed that that stone would know that that's one of those ones that i think would would fly under like the radar from teammate to teammate, but he was right on it. Now there, there's been it's probably been mentioned or written about a, a few times be, since he scored his his 300th goal. Yeah, that he's he's very Close. balanced yep. in, in that area. But that's impressive that that he knew it and went over and got the puck after uh, that they handed off because they hand every goal puck mm-hmm. goes to the timekeepers. Bench. They don't. It's not like the a uh, few years ago where they just use it and then eventually that puck gets uh, <laughs> tossed tossed out. Uh, so uh, yeah, good on good on Mark Stone. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Joe. Joe, how you doing tonight? Good. How are you guys? Uh, first of all, I gotta say, I love the way the team is playing right now. I love that they're getting business done against the teams that they should be getting business done against. Um, my question, though, is, and this might be a weird question, but, you know, watching the game tonight, I, you know, every Shark player that they started mentioning who was impacting the game, I went, you know, that's a name I recognize from, you know, year one or year two when we were neck and neck with them in the playoffs. And I wanted to ask, what about the Golden Knights uh, either chemistry-wise or front office-wise, that they have done where the Sharks haven't done, that the Golden Knights have gone 7-0, 7-0 against them for this year? Well, there's a couple of players that you didn't hear mentioned mm-hmm. uh, who have been very important to this team over the course of the years, and some some had major parts to it. Uh, some are playing supporting roles, like in Colorado right now. Uh, but you had uh, Joe Pavelski and uh, and Joe Thornton, uh, who uh, were were pretty important parts uh, to those uh, early San Jose uh, teams. So um, I think uh, I think chemistry is a big part of it. Uh, I, I won't. Uh, shy away from that the the golden knights have one of the the closest dress rooms the, the it's the closest room that i've been around since the 2012 2014 
Los Angeles Kings. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alec Martinez was part of those teams, and that's that's what I would compare them to. And those teams ended up winning a couple of ch- Stanley Cups. Yeah, and thanks for the call, Joe. I think that you you look at the Golden Knights and you look at year one and you look at kind of what they've done since that first season in adding Mark Stone, in adding Alex Petrangelo, and going out and making a trade for Robin Leonard, and looking for those little areas on the roster that you can improve by one, two, three, four percent, whatever it may be, and continuing to build the team that they were that they believe is going to compete for a Stanley Cup. And I, I just think that you had the ability to do that because of that expansion year because you could really look at your roster and say, here's what we have cap-wise, here's where we're going to spend it, here's the type of players that we're going to target, and this is what we think is going to make us a great hockey team. Well, look at the San Jose Sharks roster. Carlson, Mm -hmm. Burns, Mm -hmm. Vlasic, Kane. Those are your highest-paid players. Yep. Tell me that though any of those four players have outplayed any Vegas Golden Knight player. No, they haven't. They haven't. And, And there's... The biggest difference, chemistry is huge, and and, and I think it, it plays a bigger role in hockey than, than any other sport, but those four players have not played up to their salaries, whereas Stone, Pacioretty, uh, Marc-Andre Fleury uh, has had an incredible year. The highest paid players for the Golden Knights have been really, really good. Petrangelo, I'll, I'll give a pass because of the injuries and, and COVID, uh, but even he's rounding into form. He was dynamic tonight. Really good tonight. And and that follows up on, on what we've seen the last few. So uh, compare the names that I just mentioned from the Golden Knights to the San Jose Sharks, and it's not even close with execution and production. 702-876-1340, the number here. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Awesome, Stephanie. So I uh, Fosfito talked about Marshy, so... I, I felt a lot of those same things, especially about um, him giving the uh, empty net goal, the puck to Janmark for the empty net goal. But also, um, what I thought was really interesting was today versus a lot of the games that have been happening recently, the outlier goal was Marshy's goal from the, his second goal from way out. The rest of them were, you know, up near the net. So that was nice to see that they were getting on the net and getting those goals in. The first two, Marshy's goal and Stone's goal, were almost the same like they came and wrapped around the front of the goalie and went in at the other side of the net i, I thought marcia so's first goal was a brilliant example of hands mm-hmm. and yep. and quickness and also uh guts to to take it to the far side of the net when you could take a pretty good clocking there uh, the the stone play uh stephanie was one of those ones where i will watch that 20 times in the next two days and still not understand how you can take a pass that's as hard as Max Pacioretty gave him. Like there's, There wasn't uh, two people in the building tonight outside of the players on the ice that can shoot the puck as hard as Max Pacioretty passed that puck. Mm-hmm. And somehow Stone settled it yep. and, and made it, made the wrap uh, in it. Uh, it. It was an incredible uh, soft hands. That That's what uh, what I saw there. Yeah, yeah. Soft, soft hands and a great read. Yeah. I, I totally agree, and I think um, a couple games ago, Mark Stone said that, you know, Pacioretty told him, just go stand up in the net and I'll get yeah. it to you, and yeah. I think that they just <laughs> trust each other, and it's just another, you know, that is the chemistry of the team, and they are all out there playing for each other, not for themselves. I think the quote was, go stand in front of the net, trust me, I won't hit you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and, and, uh, and he actually did take a shot uh, a couple of games ago. It wasn't from Max Pacioretty, but yeah, it was, uh, those two have, have something going on. They, uh, the, the, the play that Pacioretty made to get him, the, and by the way, Chris Davidson Adams, mm-hmm. uh, assist to him, the equipment manager for the Vegas Golden Knights. Pacioretty, early on in that shift, in that series, took a wrist shot and snapped a stick in half. He turned around, got a replacement stick on the bench, came back, and immediately, like two seconds later, <laughs> got the puck and made the pass to Mark Stone. So he gets his 600th point with a stick that he'd used for about 4.2 seconds. Uh, and and that is all because Chris Davidson Adams is on it on the bench. Thanks for the call, Stephanie. Yeah, it was a great play, and and you know it's it's interesting because again we talk about uh, the 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 chemistry with Stone and Pacioretty, and we think back you know a few years when when. 
Pacioretty was with Montreal and Mark Stone was with Ottawa and the battles that they had against each other as opponents and how now it just there's there's some chemistry between those two and the way that they play the game, the way they think the game that just works so well together. I love Pacioretty's bite tonight too. It was good. Yeah. Fantastic. He got crumpled into the boards and by Brent Burns. And those were two big men very angry with each other. And that continued from the scrum to the penalty box and back out of the penalty box yes. where, where they went at it. And uh, that, was, that was great. It was, uh, I told Mike McKenna, I kind of forgot about the like, defenseman coming in and the faceoff having to leave the zone mm-hmm. if the defenseman joined, joined a fracas uh, in, in, the, in the zone. Yep. We haven't seen that or had a cause <laughs> to say, hey, the D we're in, face-off should go outside. We haven't had a cause for that all year. <laughs> Tonight there was like three of them. It was, it was outstanding. Look at you go. You called it. You're never going to let us live it down. <laughs> we're back with more on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 5-2 the final. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Rita. Rita, how you doing? Oh, fine. Thank you very much. Um, Just two things. Um, As opposed to the earlier caller, I believe we are perfectly positioned to be in the final four and the final. And secondly, was it good enough tonight that Darren would qualify these as full-on kerfuffles? Kerfuffles? And not just little scrums. I'm saying kerfuffles. Yes. Rita, we yes. had kerfuffles tonight. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. We had multiple kerfuffles uh, tonight, uh, bordering on full-fledged altercations. Don't encourage him. uh, uh, Rita, you you are my favorite. Stephanie and Rita, right there, my favorites. Uh, Kerfuffle's my favorite word. Thank you uh, for the call, Rita. And you're absolutely right. Number one, uh, certainly multiple kerfuffles. Uh, It's always good when we get to use the word kerfuffle. Uh, By the way, Mike says you have to put your razor away. you got to grow a a playoff beard, and he's going to listen for your answer on that one. But I'll tell you, the highlight of the night for me was after the kerfuffle involving Brent Burns and Max Pacioretty and then Burns going after Pacioretty after they get out of the penalty box and then the fans in the building, and, and it's it's so nice to say that, the fans in the building booing Brent Burns every single time he touched the puck. It was as loud as I had heard the building during gameplay, and it made things feel normal. There was cat calls all over the building tonight, (laughs) yelling at the San Jose Sharks and yelling at Brent Burns, and then the boos every time that he got the puck, and the fact that they were loud enough, okay, Burns got the puck. I'm I'm writing a note down. (laughs) Oh, Burns got the puck again. Okay, here we go. And it was unison. It was... It was another step. I, I think I mentioned early on when fans were back in the building that one of the, my greatest experiences and sounds was a cheer when the Golden Knights cleared the puck on a penalty kill. Yeah. And it was an impromptu cheer that, that the, the sound murmur, the crowd murmur, can't replicate. Well, that boo tonight, every time Burns touched the puck, is one of those just natural reactions against a rival. Yeah, 100%. It, it was and, – and the – and the crowd tonight, so engaged, mm-hmm. so focused in on what was happening on the ice, uh, it, it really brought another dimension to this game. Uh, the the Kane uh, Tuck kerfuffle <laughs> altercation uh, was good when Dean Morton came up and told them, uh, "You guys could be gone if you keep doing this because there's a second altercation at a stoppage." They both stopped mid, and then after Kane hit Martinez in the in the far corner mm-hmm. in the in the Vegas zone in the second period, and everybody just converged on Kane, and it was like short track speed skating. Uh, everybody, <laughs> the, the players that were at the other end, trying to get down. It was, it was. I'm, I'm glad the uh, the ceasefire is over. 
So am I. It was a really, really entertaining game. And as much as I don't like to say it, you were right on the kerfuffles. We're back to wrap it up <laughs> next. Extended post game show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks. 7-0-0 against San Jose this season. And I throw it to you, Darren Millard. Will you grow a playoff beard? No. There you go, Mike. No. There's your answer. You don't want to see me with a beard. I mean, I think it'd be interesting. It's scruffy. Scraggly. Well, I mean, like, you can... But then it kind of stops. It, it I can't grow it very long. It's it's you just got to commit to it's it. It's not worth it. I Plus, mean, TV won't allow you to do it. I'm not on TV. I don't have any issue growing a, a beard. It won't be a playoff beard. Like I just I just won't shave. I like. Yeah, you can do it. I, I you're can, good. Yeah, uh, it's, it's good I just uh, no no I I won't do. It. I've done it a couple of times at the cottage and not shaved and out of sheer laziness. Yeah. No, I won't do it. Final thoughts on tonight. Could you imagine being up on press row right now trying to write a recap, a game recap from this one? What do you put in it? Clinch a playoff spot. Check. 7-0 against the San Jose Sharks. Check. Franchise record eight-game winning streak. Check. Uh, Mark Stone with a six-game point streak. Check. Max Pacioretty with his 300th or uh, 600th career point. Check. And a six-game point streak. Check. Matthias Janmark with his first goal. Check. We have Jonathan Marcheseau, four points. Check. And Marc-Andre Fleury gets within two of Roberto Luongo for third place on the all-time wins list with his 21st victory. Uh, yeah, that's, that's like, wild. Should have gone up there and told them that. You're, you're not getting that in a recap box score type uh, format. I, I don't know what they're going to do. It's, it's, it's wild. It, really, really good performance. Uh, 40 shots on goal, never never once. Even when they trailed 1-0 and 2-1, I was like, they're, they're, they're so winning this game. And Chandler Stevens, that doesn't even count Chandler Stevenson's five breakaways. Yeah, which is becoming a nightly affair for yeah. Chandler Stevenson. Again, just a, a really good top-to-bottom effort for the Golden Knights. They are able to finish this game off. Eight-game win streak, 7-0-0 against the San Jose Sharks. Golden Knights will next play on Saturday at 6 p.m. in Anaheim. Pre-game show will go at 5 o'clock. Thank you to Bobby Machado back in the studio. Thanks to Darren Millard for joining me here, and thanks to all of you, the listeners and the callers. It's your post-game show. Thanks for joining us right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.